Section 10 of The Letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Drew Mack. The Letters of Lord Nelson to Lady Hamilton, Volume 2, by Horatio Nelson. The Letters from Sir William Hamilton to Lady Hamilton, Letters 10 to 17. 10. Persano, Friday night, January the 13th, 1792. We have had a miserable cold day, but good sport. I killed two boars and a doe, the king nineteen boars, two stags, two does, and a porcupine. He is happy beyond expression. I send you Charles's letter, but do not lose it, as I will answer it when I return. You see the line we have taken will put it out of the power of our enemies to hurt us. I will give up my judgment of worldly matters to no one. I approve of all you do in my absence, but it would be nonsense and appear affected to carry your scruples too far. Divert yourself reasonably. I am sure of your attachment to me, and I shall not easily be made to alter my opinion of you. My cold is better, notwithstanding the weather. I have no time to anglaire, so adieu, my dearest wife. Yours, W. H. P.S. Let Gasparo pay thirty ducats for the vase to Donna Andrea. By way of charity we may give thirty ounces to that shabby dog, Hadrava, though he knows the picture is not worth more than ten at most. His writing to you in such a style is pitiful indeed. You will often have such letters, if you do not tell him now that it is for once and for all. 11. Persano, Saturday the 14th of January, 1792 my dear Emma, I have received a letter from Douglas, with one enclosed from Mr. Duneau, who, to my surprise, says he has not received my order on Biddulph Cox & Co. for £1,590, which you know I sent from Caserta. I find in my book of letters, 20th of December, that I wrote that day a letter to Mr. Burgess, to deliver to Messrs. Biddulph & Co., to Lord Abercorn, and to Mr. Durneau with the order enclosed. Pray send for Smith, and ask him if he remembers having put such letters in the post, and let him inquire at the Naples post about them, and let him send the enclosed by Tuesday's post to Rome. I certainly will not give another order until this matter is cleared up. I fear some roguery. We have had a fine day, and killed numberless boars, a hundred and fifty at least. I have killed four out of six shot, and am satisfied, as one is a real monster. The king thirty, Donorato eighteen, and so on the favoured shooters. Vincenzo is rather better, but not able to serve me. My best compliments to Alexander Hamilton. You did well to invite Copley. Adieu, my sweet M. Ever yours, indeed, and in truth. W. H. 12. 
Persano, Sunday, January the 15th, 1792 You did admirably, my dear M, in not inviting Lady A.H. to dine with the Prince, and still better in telling her honestly the reason. I have always found that going straight is the best method, though not the way of the world. You did also very well in asking Madame Skamuski, and not taking upon you to present her without leave. In short, consult your own good sense, and do not be in a hurry, and I am sure you will always act right. We have been at it again this morning, and killed fifty boars, but we're home to dinner at one o'clock, and this is the first dinner I have had since I left you, for I cannot eat meat breakfast or suppers, and have absolutely lived on bread and butter and tea. As the Prince asked you, you did well to send for a song to Douglas's, but in general you will do right to sing only at home. The King is very kind to me, and shows every one that he really loves me, and he commends my shooting, having missed but very few, and killed the largest of the society. Only think of his not being satisfied with killing more than thirty yesterday. He said if the wind had favoured him, he should have killed sixty at least. We must be civil to Mr. Hope, as recommended by Lord Auckland, and also to Monsieur de Rochemont, and Prince Bozatinsky, as recommended by my friend Soussure. I enclose his letter, as you are mentioned in it, also nights, as you desire. God knows we have no secrets, nor, I hope, ever shall. We have much business between this and Saturday, and we are about to shoot, Saturday morning, so that we shall arrive late. What say you to a feet-washing that night? Oh, que gusto, when your prima ora is over and all gone, adieu, my sweet Emma, ever yours, W. H. 13. Persano, Monday night, January the 16th, 1792. For your long and interesting letter, I can only write a line to tell you I am well. We have been out till an hour in the night from daybreak, and I have fired off my gun but once, having had a bad post. The king and favoured party have diverted themselves. Tomorrow will probably be a good day for me. Pray let Smith get orders for the museum, etc. for Lord Boyle and Mr. Dodge, as they are recommended by Mr. Eden. Adieu, my lovely Emma. Let them all roll on the carpet, etc., provided you are not of the party. My trust is in you alone. Yours ever, W. H. 14. Persano, Tuesday night, January the 17th, 1792. I told you, my dear M., that I expected good sport today. I have killed five boars, and two great ones got off after falling. Two bucks, six does, and a hare. Fourteen in all. By the by, I, I must tell you that, that accept and accept are totally different. You always write, I did not accept of the invitation, when you know it should be accept. It is only for want of giving yourself time to think. But as this error has been repeated, I thought best to tell you of it. Pray, write a very kind letter to our friend the Archbishop, and convince him that Emma to her friends is unalterable. Do not say a word about the telescope, 
for I must try it first against mine. If it should be better, I cannot part with it, as you know how much use we make of a telescope. The king has killed eighty-one animals, of one sort or another, today, and amongst them a wolf and some stags. He fell asleep in the couch, and waking told me he had been dreaming of shooting. One would have thought he had shed blood enough. This is a heavy air. Nobody eats with appetite, and many are ill with colds. We shall be home on Saturday, and indeed, my sweet Emma, I shall be most happy to see you. Tomorrow we go to a mountain, but no expectation of sport. Yours ever, my dear wife, W.H. 15. Persano, Wednesday, January the 18th, 1792. It was not your white and silver alone that made you look like an angel at the academy. Suppose you had put it on nine parts out of ten of the ladies in company. Would any one have appeared angelic? I will allow, however, that a beautiful woman, feeling herself well-dressed, will have a sort of confidence, which will add greatly to the lustre of her eye. But take my word that, for some years to come, the more simple you dress, the more conspicuous will be your beauty, which, according to my idea, is the most perfect I have yet met with. Take it all in all. It is a long face day with the king. We went far, the weather was bad, and after all met with little or no game. I did not fire off my gun. Yesterday, when we brought home all we killed, it filled the house completely and today they are obliged to whitewash the walls to take away the blood. There were more than four hundred, boars, deer, stags, and all. Tomorrow we are to have another slaughter, and not a word of reason or common sense do I meet with the whole day, till I retire to my volumes of Old Gentleman's Magazine, which just keeps my mind from starving. Except today on a mountain, I have never felt the least appetite. There, I eat the wings of a cold chicken with pleasure. Hamilton is delighted with your civilities. He has wrote me a long letter. I do not mean to keep pace with him in writing, so send him a line or two only in answer. I do not recollect the name of Marino Solania, and if I received a letter from him, it was in the hurry of my arrival, and is lost so that Smith may desire the Dutch consul to write again, and I will answer. I always rejoice when I find you do not neglect your singing. I am, I own, ambitious of producing something extraordinary in you, and it is nearly done. Adieu, my sweet M. I rejoice that the time of our reunion is so near. Saturday night. W. H. 16. Venasso, Friday the 27th of January, 1794 My dear M, by having grumbled a little, I got a better post today, and have killed two boars and a sow, all enormous. I have missed but two shots since I came here, and to be sure when the post is good, it is noble shooting, the rocks and mountains as wild as the boars. The news you sent me of poor Lord Pembroke 
gave me a little twist, but I have for some time perceived that my friends, with whom I spent my younger days, have been dropping around me. Lord Pembroke's neck was very short, and his father died of an apoplexy. My study of antiquities has kept me in constant thought of the perpetual fluctuation of everything. The whole art is really to live all the days of our life, and not with anxious care disturb the sweetest hour that life affords, which is the present. Admire the Creator in all His works, to us incomprehensible, and do all the good you can upon earth, and take the chance of eternity without dismay. You must tell the Archbishop that he will have the laden gazettes a week later, as I cannot read them time enough to send by this messenger. The weather is delightful, and I believe we shall have done all our business so as to return on Thursday. Pray find out if the Queen goes to Caserta. Here all is a profound secret. I must work hard, myself at translating, when I return, for I believe the language master totally incapable of it. I dined this morning at nine o'clock, and I think it agreed better with me than tea. I found myself growing weak for want of a good meal, not daring to eat much at supper. Adieu, my sweet love. Adieu. Divert yourself. I shall soon be at you again. Yours ever. W. H. 17. Burford, 80 miles from London, Saturday night, July the 27th, 1801. Here we are, my dear Emma, after a pleasant day's journey. No extraordinary occurrence, our chaise is good, and would have held the famous Tria Juncta in Uno very well. But we must submit to the circumstances of the times. Sir Joseph Banks we found in bed with the gout, and last night his hothouse was robbed of its choicest fruit, peaches and nectarines. Amuse yourself as well as you can, and you may be assured that I shall return as soon as possible, and you shall hear from me often. Ever yours, my dear Emma, with the truest affection. William Hamilton My kindest love to my lord, if he is not gone. P.S. Corn at this market fell fifteen pounds a load today. End of section 10